So what if your partner's annoying behaviors are a gift and they are there to be your teacher? What if perfection is pure fiction? And how can you love an imperfect person perfectly? So who is, whose fault is it? You know how often we look for the shame, blame, and regret? And actually, who were you when you started the relationship? Mm. Who are you now? And what do you really, really like to create in your life? We've all been traumatized to some extent. And when we carry these traumas with us, very often that keeps us from actually having real intimate relationships. So if you do not like an intimate relationship and now your partner starts asking for more intimacy and you feel like running, okay, run and know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you are the one that would like to have more intimacy, what is it that you can actually be and do to get it? Mm-hmm. So what is it that you would like to have? And do you really know everything? And can you be and do everything that is required to have that Welcome everyone to the Relationships Done Different podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Paula Peralta, and I am here today with a beautiful being and a topic I am so excited about. Welcome Heidi Rose Scherer. (laughs) Hello, Paula. (laughs) How are you? So good. Um, So before we came on, I was like, you pronounce your last name Scherer, right? And she was like, it's Scherer. (laughs) Scherer. Here she is, Heidi Rose, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, hi everyone. I love it. Hello. Okay, so we're calling this episode "Should I Stay or Should I Go," and I'm really excited to dive in with you because I know we always have great conversations. So let's just like dive right in. What do you mean, "Should I Stay or Should I Go"? This is such a wonderful question, you know, and actually isn't. Um, this one of the most agonizing questions you will grapple with in your lifetime. Like indecision can, can hang over you like a dark, dark cloud and it can be nerve-wracking, mind-numbing, paralyzing and really taking um, or keeping you from taking any action one way or the other and really eating away your mental, emotional, and physical health and energy. And since it's such a painfully mind-numbing question, the very first thing you could do is really to stop thinking about it. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that sounds like a cop out, but it's not. And that is because your mind will never ever ever be able to give you the answer you're looking for. So the mind loves to analyze and compare and sort and give opinions. But actually, this is nothing, nothing that you can find out with your mind. I mean, you can go and you can ask therapists, 
or a lawyer or get mediation, but you will not get there where you really know what's true for you. I think. And yeah. And the funny thing is also, <laughs> if you wonder about this, there is no one fits all answer. Yeah. Since, yeah. Well, so, okay, like I get, and I get what you're saying, like for those of us that have a tendency to be overthinkers, like we know that we were, aren't going to get there by overthinking it. Like I think we know that cognitively and we still go to the overthinking. So if you're in kind of like a crossroads in any of your relationships, or you know that like something different is required, but you're not quite sure what it is or how to go about it. Like, what's the first step? I mean, I guess I know you already told us, stop thinking. <laughs> so once we've managed to sort of get that under control, what's like the next step? So should I stay? Should I go? There's indecision. We're not overthinking, but then what's next? Well, <laughs> usually when you ask this question, you have been going, this has been something inside for quite a while where you notice there is something not like, uh, yeah, something doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. And the question is always, what is it exactly that doesn't work? And how can you change it? Or whose responsibility is it to change it? Or what is it that you actually want? What is it what you would like to have? I mean, three questions to end the rela uh, relationship indecision is, hey, am I in an abusive relationship? Like either I'm abusing the person or the person abuses me on a regular basis. Has your health been suffering while you were in the relationship? Are you losing sleep over the question, should I stay or should I go? Or what should I do? And is this putting a lot of stress on you? Like, are you really caught in your mind? Oh my God, how is this going to affect the kids? And what is everyone else in the world um, thinking about me, whatever I do? So stop it, stop it. <laughs> and you will actually know when you start looking inside and you do not go on the outside and you stop searching for it um, by running through the internet, Googling the question <laughs> or yeah, asking your friends for advice that might have relationships that aren't actually like whatever would work for you. Mm. And I love, I love that you bring that up as, as something to look at as well, because so often when you get to the point of like, should I stay or should I go at that point, generally, you already know what the answer is. Like you already know what choice is going to create the most or where are you ready to go? And it's not even sometimes about the significance of like, Oh, like what will my life be like in five years? Yeah. You can ask that question to get the energy. It's also like, what do I know? Do I know that it's time to go? Am I bored? Um, does this not work for me anymore? Like, even if you don't have a justification for why you, you no longer require the relationship or why you don't want to stay in the relationship. I think that's so often where we start to go into the overthinking is we're trying to create that pros and cons list, but it's like, 
if you didn't have to justify the choice and you could just make the choice based on your awareness, what do you know? What are you aware of that you desire, that you require, that you're creating? Um, and, and that's an easy solution. Um, I think for me, a lot of times that like overthinking is I'm like, okay, what's true for me here? Like strip it all away. Don't ask anybody else anything. What do I know? And what do I desire to create? Um, and that immediately has that like instantaneous awareness. <laughs> um, and that's really, yeah, a very important question. What is it that you would actually like to create? And um, what is it that makes you ask the question? So what if your partner's annoying behaviors are a gift and they are there to be your teacher? What if perfection is pure fiction? And how can you love an imperfect person perfectly? So who is, whose fault is it? You know how often we look for the shame, blame, and regret? And actually, who were you when you started the relationship? Mm. Who are you now? And what do you really, really like to create in your life? We've all been traumatized to some extent. And when we carry these traumas with us, very often that keeps us from actually having real intimate relationships. So if you do not like an intimate relationship and now your partner starts asking for more intimacy and you feel like running, okay, run and know what you are doing. And if you are the one that would like to have more intimacy, what is it that you can actually be and do to get it? Mm. So what is it that you would like to have? And do you really know everything? And can you be and do everything that is required to have that? So if you would like to have a relationship where you have the five elements of intimacy, like you have the honor, the trust, the allowance, the vulnerability and the gratitude. Is it something that's really easy for you to do? Or is this something you should go and have a look at and maybe get some coaching or therapy? I mean, I've seen couples that were on the brink of breaking up and they started to be close again and have intimacy because they chose it and every like both parties <laughs> um, they really were willing to own their shit and take responsibility for their own healing I love and that. that's really yeah that's a very important thing like what is it that you want do you want to stay in a in an unhealthy relationship or would you like to create a healthy relationship? And how do you even know the difference if everyone else around you has weird stuff going on? For sure. Yeah. And I think like so often we look to other relationships, other people for like an example of how our relationship should be or um, how to deal with conflict or whatever that is. And I think what's really interesting as I look at this is that so often um, shifting into the like, should I stay conversation? So often we 
go to throw the baby out with the bathwater in our relationships. So there might be something that is, yeah, maybe it is a big deal to you. And, you know, it doesn't look like there's any change on the horizon, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you throw out the entire relationship. Like a question that you can ask is what, like, what would it take to change this? Or what would it take for me to have ease with this thing? Um, and, and again, obviously, like you said, if, you know, in situations of abuse, like, no, <laughs> like no one needs to be abused. So, uh, but outside of that, there are, there are other things that like, you feel like you can't possibly live with that in the relationship, but that's when you really can start asking questions. You don't have to throw away the relationship. Um, and one of the things that I know I've talked to, um, on a previous episode with Dr. Dane Heron, one of the things he said is like, what if you actually made a list of like things that you're grateful for about that person? Like every day, write down like three to five things that you are great, so grateful for. And in that space of starting to choose gratitude, like that annoyance or that lack of allowance for this other thing that seems just completely unacceptable can start to change. Um, but so often people aren't willing to choose to be in their relationships. Um, and that's, I think what keeps us in that kind of no man's land of like, should I stay? Should I go? Which is also a choice, like not choosing your relationship is still a choice. And, and that's where I, I remember years ago, I was talking to a friend and we were talking about like people saying, I love you. Like it's this big thing, right? Like, like I love you so much. And that's like this big declaration and suddenly it means all these things and you're supposed to be so happy. But I think more than that is like, when, um, when they, they choose you and you choose them and you're both in this space where you're like, listen, we know it's not perfect. And also like, we're choosing to be here and create this relationship together. Um, it's, it's a choice and you can choose it or not choose it, but <laughs> either of those are a choice. <laughs> and again, that's like, there are so many components with this. Like, are you doing relationship hopping? So you have this relationship, it doesn't work, you go to the next, and then it doesn't work, you go to the next, and it's always the same things that don't work. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's time to look at yourself and wonder, what can I be and choose different here? And have you ever, ever even considered to check if you are compatible? Mm. We have this weird, weird ideas about all oh, love will conquer all. And if only I love this person and this person loves me, then we can do everything. And what if not? And it's also important to see what paradigm, um, what relationship paradigm you come from. Like, do you have the idea that you must do compromise? in your relationship mm -hmm. or do you have the idea no no relationship is all about compatibility so mm -hmm. if one partner does the compromise thing and the other one comes from the um, compatibility mm -hmm. one partner will always give in and the other will always assume <laughs> that whenever the other person says yes it's like really full-hearted because the person for himself would never choose to do something or to take a compromise. And compromise meaning 
that you not like, oh, should we go have Mexican food or should we go to the Italian restaurant? That's not what I'm talking about. Compromise meaning that you give something up that's really of value for you only to please the other person or for the sake of harmony. That's not really harmony because like, you will expect the other person to do the same thing. And maybe the other person does the same thing and compromise, but then no one ever, ever gets what they really want. Mm -hmm. Instead of asking, hey, what else can we choose that works for both? So, and are we compatible means is what I'm being when I'm really being my true authentic self. Is this something? that makes the other person feel well or be well or contributes to their life. And the other person, when they do whatever they do, is this something that contributes to me or is it really annoying the hell out of me? <laughs> yeah, what if we would get together with people that are actually a contribution mm -hmm. and where we wow, get light and it's an expansion to our lives. Yeah. And most people don't even realize that that's a possibility, right? Like so many of us were raised to think that like conflict and struggle and drama and trauma in relationships is the norm. And I think that's the, the thing that I, I've looked at so much over the last several years of my life. Like, I mean, really just as an adult is that like, what, what have I learned about relationship that's actually a total lie? And that's what's really cool to look at with these conversations we've been having on relationships done different or to like, you know, go to relationships done different classes. It's an invitation to look at everything you thought you knew about relationships and everything you thought you knew about you in relationships. Exactly. And the world and Yes. It's really like, okay, when you start to unpack all of these things and it's, it's again, that choice to be like, okay, I'm now looking at this thing. Like, how do I feel about, you know, men? How do I feel about women? How do I feel about, you know, family? How do I feel about my body? Like all of these different relationships that we have, not just romantic relationships, but the willingness to look at all of them and say, what's true for me here and what actually works for me here. And if I were creating my own reality and if I were willing to do relationship differently, what would it create? Like, what could I create that's really not available to anyone else? Yes. And this is really actually starting with getting to know yourself. When you come from a family where you were never, ever allowed to be yourself, but from the time you were a little kid, you were told what to do, what to think, how to behave, how to please others. And you were never ever encouraged to, um, to even look for you. Like what, what is it, what you really want? Like usually when we are kids and we go to the playground, we know what we like. Mm -hmm. There is no thinking. We just go, wow, let's do this. And then, oh, let's do that. And we always have fun. And then we are told that we should start thinking about stuff. And that's when the whole thing starts to get complicated because then we go to our heads and we leave ourselves and our knowing behind. And we leave knowing from 
hmm, the space, like how does my body feel and what does my body tell me? A lot of people are so disconnected from their bodies. So mindfulness is a wonderful thing, but what if it requires bodyfulness yes. <laughs> to actually find out should I stay or should I go? Like to ask, okay, what information does my body give me? Am I getting sick? Am I tense? Do I stop breathing when the other person shows up? And what if compatibility is also not about what a lot of people think it's the excitement? What if knowing if you're compatible and if there is harmony in the re relationship, it's not like an inhale, <gasps> but it's like an exhale wow your body relaxes and you feel well and safe and welcome and you welcome the other person mm. and from that point you can create whatever you like so really how what does your body tell you when you are with that person and is this something that you like and that you would like to have more of Mm. this is the question to go to <laughs> instead of what well, twisting questions in your in your head totally so, I love that it's so it's such a cool it's so simple and and I think that's what's really cool and what's tricky is that so often we want to make things hard for ourselves <laughs> but when we're well, just one part should be hard <laughs> the other thing can be easter and glory <laughs> that's true so yeah i think it's really cool to be reminded that like it is easy it is really about asking what's true for you and so often the indecision that we have in relationship, we often want to make about the relationship, but really the indecision that we have in relationship comes from a lack of knowing yourself and a lack of intimacy with you. So if you are willing to be so honest and really commune with you and your body and, and get clear on what it is that you require, it creates so much ease and so many possibilities in relationships. So I love that. And I mean, what an excellent reminder and how does it get better than that? Yes, and end the fight. Mm -hmm. Just end the fight with yourself and really start being brutally honest about yourself and what you would like and start communicating about it yep. and be in the question, what would it take? And is this possible? And not start demanding of the other person to change, which is pretty much telling them that they are wrong. And so you play back and forth, making the other person wrong or making yourself wrong. So what if there was no more judgment and a lot more questions, what is possible here? And usually when we start communicating what's going on with us and asking for more possibilities to show up, the partner actually starts to feel closer or into you start being intimate again mm -hmm. from just starting to tell the other person what's going on inside. I love that. Oh, so good. <clears throat> so many like very simple, but very potent perspectives um, in this, this question of like, should I say or should I go? So if you um, or someone you know is 
struggling with that decision or that choice or that question of like, should I go? Should I stay? Please let them know that there are possibilities available, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it. And definitely share this episode of the Relationships Done Different podcast with them. Heidi Rose, thank you so much for being willing to be a guest. I always enjoy our conversations. And thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah amazing well if you guys like this make sure again you like and subscribe to the relationships and different podcast you can also find us on instagram at relationships done different and all classes available um, by relationships done different facilitators all over the world can be found at accessconsciousness.com slash rdd or relationships done different.com so hopefully we'll see you somewhere in the world very soon and we'll see you later Bye. Bye. <laughs>